Hello, beautiful soul. You are listening to Shine with Steffi B. Self care with soul, the empowering and holistic health and well being podcast, with me, your host and coach, Steffi B. This podcast takes a mind, body, soul, integrative approach to help you reconnect to your inner fire, reclaim your power and manifest a life you deserve and desire by healing the past, feeling your emotions and reclaiming your identity through building self-love, confidence, worth and acceptance. I am a holistic well-being and empowerment coach and I am on a mission to help people find their purpose and live an aligned life in flow which lights them up and energizes them. If you are someone who feels burnt out, stressed, unfulfilled, overwhelmed, then you are listening to the right podcast. Are you ready to make your well-being a priority? Are you ready to take the journey inwards? Are you ready to let your authentic light shine? Then here we go. Hello, my loves. I hope you are well. This week, I will be talking about intuition and the importance of listening to our intuition. Usually, I kind of use my intuition to have a think about what I want to talk about each week on the podcast, whatever feels present for me that week I want to talk about. And for some reason this week, I was kind of, I'm not going to lie, I was a loss for ideas. Hence the reason why we're talking about the importance of intuition. Um, Because in the end, intuitively, I wanted to talk about intuition. And when I say intuition, I mean that ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. That inner sense, that inner gut feeling, that instinctual feeling or sense that you experience without the monkey mind coming in and taking over. When we can get out of our thinking mind and get into our intuitive body. And that's exactly how we connect to our intuition. Our intuition is when our mind and our body are connected with presence and awareness. And it's like our body is trying to tell us something or communicate us to us in some way and we can either listen to that communication or we can ignore it and it's so easy to lose sight of our intuition to lose that connection to our intuition and we let that monkey mind take over and why is it so important to connect to our intuition if we let our thinking mind take over rather than our felt sense We can often end up making decisions that aren't aligned with our authentic selves. We often make decisions that don't speak our truth. We can become lost and confused and go in a completely different direction to what our soul is yearning for. So it's likely that you will be one of two people either you are rushing around you're busy all the time that 
you've got so much to do on your to-do list that you just make snap decisions. You make quick decisions and sometimes that might be guided by your intuition, but other times it might be that you genuinely just don't have the time to connect into how you're feeling. So you just make a brash decision off the back to get something done. The other type of person you that you may be is somebody who gets very lost in their own thoughts and really struggles with decision making and overthinks um, the decision that has to be made, the choice that has to be made, will overthink, lose connection with intuition because you're so in your head. And either way, whether you're person A or person B, it's likely that you're not connecting to your intuition. Either you don't have the time to, or you're too in your head and not enough in your body to be able to connect to your intuition. And to be honest, I used to be a bit of both. I used to be a chronic overthinker, um, but I also used to be like a really, really busy person before... Um, I hit my burnout. I used to be one of those people who would go from one thing to the next to the next to the next and not take the time to pause. So I would just have to make decisions. And sometimes that would be helpful. It's kind of easy if you don't have to connect to your intuition sometimes, but sometimes it can lead you down the wrong path. And I also used to be so bad at making decisions. I would overthink, I would overanalyze. And I think a lot of that also came from both the ideas of kind of people pleasing and perfectionism because I would make decisions based on what would make other people happy rather than connecting to what is my truth what makes me happy I would think about a decision and I would get anxious over which was the right choice wanting to make the right decision whether that was for me or for the people around me or for other people I was always conscious of making the perfect decision out of fear of being wrong and that's a huge reflection or was a huge reflection of my self-worth and the confidence in myself and one thing that I do with a lot of my clients is build that confidence in them. I help them build the confidence so they know they can trust their intuition, so they know that they can rely on their intuition and be guided by it. And with that comes self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem. It's getting to the root cause of why decision-making can feel so difficult at times. Or if you're the other person who finds it really hard to slow down, so you just have to make decisions without connecting to your intuition, then I help these people get to the root of why they find it so hard to slow down. And, and getting to the root cause and really changing that behavior and changing that mindset because it can lead to burnout and overwhelm. Not only that, it can lead to us making decisions that aren't aligned with our truth, that aren't aligned with our values. And that's what my style of coaching is all about. It's not about me giving you advice, um, <laughs> though some of my clients like to think that I give them little nuggets of wisdom, but it's not about me giving you advice. It's about me being able to support you and hold space for you so that you can find your own answers, so that you can connect to your intuition and find your truth. And I quite often do this through 
powerful questioning and asking powerful questions to help my clients dig deeper within themselves because yes I could give advice but my truth my advice might not resonate with somebody else it might not be somebody else's truth and we were all put on this earth for a reason we all have our own truths our own values our own path And my advice might guide somebody down a path that's not right for them. And it's important that each individual finds their own truth. And that is the power of coaching. The power of coaching helps an individual look inside of themselves and realize that they already have all of the answers that they need. Perhaps they just need somebody else to facilitate that guidance and that finding that discovery that deeper connection with self. And if we keep making decisions and choices that aren't aligned with our true authentic selves, if we keep making choices without our own self-worth at the forefront, then that could lead us down a path where we don't belong or perhaps down a path where we don't feel our most empowered self because somebody else is at the forefront of that decision or perfectionism is at the front of that decision or rush and panic and fear is at the forefront of that decision rather than intuition. And it's when we do this on an ongoing basis, when we don't make time to reconnect to ourselves and we are just making decisions from a place of fear or a place of worry, that if we do this on an ongoing basis, we find ourselves completely lost. We have a day where we look around and we're like, how the hell did I get here? How this is not what I was expecting. This is not what makes me happy. This is not what fulfills me or lights me up. This is not what energizes me. This is not where I feel my most empowered, authentic self. And that's what life is all about, right? It's about shining our true authentic selves out to the world because the universe needs our light. It needs our energy. And whatever your gift is, whatever your superpower is, the universe needs it. So don't suppress it, let it shine. And so many of my clients seem to think if they shine their light, then they're taking space from other people that they're taking the light from other people. But the thing is, we were all born for a reason and we all can take up space. There's enough space for all of us. So don't dwindle, don't let your light shine. Connect to your intuition and make decisions and choices that are are aligned with your authentic self because that is where you will find your power. That is where you will find your superpower and where you will feel empowered and you will feel enlightened and you will feel energized and excited on a daily basis when you make decisions that are aligned with your authentic self from a place of intuitive inner knowing and feeling and sensing into your body. And we live in such a fast-paced society. We're always rushing around. We're doing one thing after the other. And it's so hard to connect to that intuition. And that's one reason that it can be really, really hard to connect to our intuition. Because we don't give ourselves the time and the space to do it. So if you really want to engage your intuition. 
if you really want to lead from a place of love, from a place that's authentically aligned, then take time and slow down. Slow down. That's the first step to connecting to your intuition is slowing down, listening in, tuning in, building awareness. But I'll move more on to how we can connect into it our intuition in just a moment because before I want to talk about that I want to talk about comparison being the thief of joy sometimes we also make decisions based on uh, comparing ourselves to others perhaps we want to be like others perhaps we want to we aspire to be like certain people or perhaps we feel ashamed if we do shine our authentic light if we do make decisions based on our intuition that are perhaps a bit out of the box or don't fit the mold but all the while that you are trying to be somebody else you are neglecting yourself you are letting yourself down you're losing you're giving away your power your superpower your authenticity comparison is the thief of joy and you're never going to get as much joy by trying to be somebody else because you will never hit that mark because you're not them you'll never get as much joy from doing that as you will of as being your true authentic self and embodying you every single day because the best person you can be is you. No one can be as good as being you as you can. So follow your intuition. Let your intuition guide you and be yourself unapologetically, authentically. Love and accept every single part of you. And the more that you do that, the more you will invite in other people of a vibrational match to you at the same vibrational frequency you will invite in your tribe you will attract them through your energy and you will create a community of beautiful and wonderful people who love you for who you are not for the person you're pretending to be and you might lose some people along the way you might lose some friendships but do you want to be friends with somebody who doesn't love you for your true authentic self? So allow yourself to follow your intuition. Do what lights you up. And don't be afraid of making mistakes. We all make mistakes. So when it comes to that, if you have that mindset of that people pleasing and perfectionism and wanting to make the right decision, then the answer is there's no wrong decision. There is no wrong decision because even if we make mistakes, we get learning from that. We get learning from our mistakes. So there is no failure because every time we make a mistake, we learn something. Every time we learn something, we grow and we expand and we flourish as long as we do it with awareness and acceptance. And whatever your goal is, whatever your end goal is, there's no straight line. There is forwards and backwards, there's side to sides, there's over the top and underneath, there's round and round, there's jumps and there's falls. There is no straight line to your destination. And part of those falls and tumbles are a part of those things that lift us up, that get us back up again and inspire our learning. And without those blocks in the road, without those wrong turns, then perhaps we wouldn't get to where we actually wanted to be. Just find joy in the process. 
of tuning into your intuitions and making decisions based on that. So there's so many ways we can connect to our intuition. And I'm just going to give you a handful of ideas to help you get started to reconnect to your intuition. So something that I do with my clients, which they always seem to find really helpful, and I've had it done to me before, and I found it really, really helpful, is I do a session at the beginning of any coaching program. I do a clarity coaching session. And this is like quick fire questions. And I know I've said to connect to your intuition, you need to slow down. But what happens with clarity coaching is that we bypass the thinking mind. It's so quick and it's so snappy. So I will ask a question, how do you want to feel? Boom, answer, and move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. And that helps us bypass the monkey mind, all that inner chitter chatter, overthinking it. And we just get to the kind of pinnacle of of the answer of of what our intuition is telling us without letting that inner chatter take over before we get to our answer. And I quite often do this with my clients when they're goal setting to get a real sense of where they want to be, but not just where they want to be, but how they want to feel. What do they want to experience? Who do they want to have around them? All the things you know, around their well-being, every aspect of their life, I will ask questions on in a quick fire way to help them get to the root of what they truly desire, what they are truly yearning for, and reconnect to their inner heart and their true dreams. So number two is body scanning. So where is it that we feel our intuition? It's in our body. So often people will say, I feel it in my gut, but it might be different for different people. And I honestly think, I mean, I'm, I am biased because I'm currently studying mind body therapy, but I honestly think our body talks to us. It sends us signals all the time. It's always trying to have a conversation with us and either we can listen to it or we don't. So that, I don't know, tickle in the throat might tell us that there's something that we're suppressing that actually we want to say or that fatigue and heaviness in our body might be an indicator that our body's trying to tell us that we need to slow down and rest or perhaps the same if you ever get a sort of like a twitchy eye it's it's an indicator that that you're depleted and and need to rejuvenate and, and take some time to nourish yourself So our body is always talking to us. But again, in this fast-paced society, we don't take the time to slow down and really tune into our body and listen to it. And that is what a body scanner is. It's having that kind of looking internally, having an internal sensation and experience and scanning either from head to toe or toe to head, scanning the whole body, body part by body part, And just sensing in and tuning in to any feelings and sensations that come up. And this is such a simple and easy tool, but it has to be done with compassion and awareness and kindness. So not kind of feeling any tenses or pains or aches and kind of resisting them. But feeling into them and breathing into them and being curious about them and wondering, okay, what what is that trying to tell me? What can I learn from this pain? 
What changes do I need to make in order to support my body? What is this, what is this sensation trying to tell me? How do I feel about that? So being really, really curious. And this is something that can be done in the morning when you wake up. It can be done um, lying down when you go to bed before you go to sleep. But it can even be done um, on the bus or say if you are in a meeting, just taking a breath and doing a quick body scan and checking in with, okay, how do I feel? Especially if you're in a meeting where you have to make some decisions or there's something that you want to communicate clearly, checking in with your body beforehand and recognizing how you're feeling and seeing what is that trying to tell you and what do you want to communicate? What is it that you want to say? Or how is it that you want to behave? What is it that you're trying to attract? Another way we can connect to our intuition is through mindful movement. So this might be something like yoga or Pilates, but it could also be something like um, swimming, if it's mindful swimming, or even dancing, if you want to have fun with it. But things like yoga and Pilates, when it's mindful movement, um, or even Tai Chi, um, anything like that can be really, really helpful because you become so aware of your body and you can have this kind of dialogue with your body and your body can tell you how it's feeling. And not only with things like um, yoga or Pilates, you have the movement side of things, but you can also connect to your breath as well and just observe your breath. How is your breath feeling? Is it tight or restricted or is it free flowing? Is it fast or slow? Is it deep or shallow? And what do those things tell, say to you? So really connecting in with the body in a really physical sense. And the thing with dancing as opposed to sort of um, yoga or Pilates is it's a lot less structured. So I don't mean kind of going to a, a, a ballet class. So that can be also helpful because it's very mindful. You're really engaging every single part of your body. But literally dance as if nobody is watching you can do this in your living room you can do it in your bedroom you can do I'd say do it in the shower but I don't want you to slip so don't do it there but put on some tunes whichever songs are calling to you and just let your body move just unapologetically authentically let your body just express itself this is something I find so cathartic and it seems to be where I always have my biggest aha moments like if I just put some music on and I just move and I look like an absolute weirdo, but I don't even care because my body tells me so much and it tries to communicate so much. And this is something that we do in my emotional embodiment eight week program as well. Um, so we use the body as a tool for communication um, and, and sort of inner learning and wisdom. And our body does hold so much wisdom and it has so much memory and it has so much. It's just holding so much. It remembers so much. It's just such a beautiful tool. Um, so, yeah, just move and dance and reconnect to your body and see what it's trying to tell you. So another way we can connect to our intuition is meditation. And sometimes if you're struggling to come to a decision on something just meditate on it just take time slow down and meditate on it 
or have a guided meditation and see what comes up for you. Do different animals come up for you? Do different colours come up for you? Do you see certain numbers or patterns in different meditations? And again, I've got my 10 week, um, sorry, 10 day meditation program online. So if you're interested in that, have a look at the information um, in the podcast information and you will be able to uh, click a link where you can sign up to the 10 day meditation program but it can be such a great way to way to reconnect with that intuition just by seeing what comes up for us in meditations um and perhaps analyzing that or talking to somebody about it or you might just have that kind of gut reaction of oh okay that's what what's coming up for me similarly i wasn't planning to talk about this but similarly dream analysis when you wake up in the morning, write down your dreams and perhaps go to a dream analysis, analyzer. <laughs> I don't know what they're called, dream therapist, dream analyzer. Um, I don't do that. I can't analyze dreams. I'm not, I'm not qualified to do that. I do do lots of other things that I'm speaking about, but not the dream analysis. But it is fascinating. So just observing what's coming up for you in your dreams as a way to connect to your intuition. Um, journaling can be another amazing way to reconnect to your intuition. So either you can, um, get some journal prompts, which I provide loads in all of my coaching packages. Um, I think journaling is a really, really powerful tool. Or if you're struggling to make a decision on something, literally take some time to do some breath work to reconnect to your physical body, to meditate, then grab your favorite pen, your favorite journal, and just let it out. Just do some free journaling and just see, let your emotions flow and just see what comes from it. Read it back and see what what you're noticing. That can be such a great way to connect to your intuition. Another way to connect to your intuition is doing the sway test, which I find so magical. I just think it's really, really fascinating. And I know I'm a bit of a mind, body, soul geek. um, And I love all the science behind it as well as the spiritual stuff. But the sway test is so fascinating. So if you've never done the sway test, I invite you to do it. Um, Give it a go. Um, So... It's, it's kind of a way of muscle testing. So it's a way of muscle testing and getting answers from our subconscious mind or our intuition. So there's many ways that we can do this. Um, but the way that I'm going to talk about is, is to help discover how something is having an impact on your energy system, whether that's positive or negative. So just like plants and trees, your body will be naturally drawn to uh, positive energy. Um, Whilst it will naturally repel repel away from something that doesn't feel good to it. So the sway test is one of the easiest ways to learn how to um, find your inner truth. And it suggests that that your thoughts and your emotions produce a certain response in your nervous system, affecting a motor response or or a movement or a certain resonance. So basically, what you do is you stand, you can do this at home, you stand with your feet 
faced parallel and forwards. So the feet are parallel to each other facing forwards. And it's important that we um, remind our body which way is forward. So just take perhaps 30 seconds to tap um, just under your breastbone in your chest on the thymus gland. So just tap there, not too hard. You don't need to hurt yourself for about 30 seconds. Um, just to remind our body which way is forwards. And then we're just going to test sort of the accuracy. So ask yourself a question. So it can be something that you definitely know the answer to. So for example, my name is Stephanie. So if <laughs> obviously my name is Stephanie, so my body should naturally sway slightly forwards because it's a positive response. My body is saying, yes, that's right. Whereas if your name is not Stephanie and you've asked yourself, mine, you've said, you've stated my name is Stephanie, it's likely your body will sway backwards slightly because your body's saying, whoa, no, <laughs> that's not right. So it's kind of moving away and saying, that's, that's not correct. That's not my truth. That doesn't feel right to me. And then once you've done this a few times with things that you definitely know the answer to, you can start testing it on things that perhaps you don't know the answer to, but you're trying to connect to your intuition. You know, perhaps it's, you know, is, am I in the right relationship or am I in the right career? Uh, my dream is to go to X, Y, and Z, I don't know, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling to make a decision on, you can use the sway test. So it's likely that your body will sway forwards if the answer is yes, and sway backwards if the answer is no. And that's one way we can reconnect to our intuition. And I just find it absolutely fascinating. So I hope all these tools or this handful of tools have been helpful to help you reconnect to your intuition. But one thing I do want to know is that it's really important to observe when something is a gut feeling, when something is an intuition, and when something is a fear. And this is something that I um, help my clients with because sometimes their intuition might be saying, uh, uh, I want to change jobs or I want to travel the world or I want to... I don't know, whatever the whatever the dream, their dream, their desire is, whatever they've whatever they've come to me, I want to feel more energized, I want to feel more aligned, and I want to do this by X, Y, and Z. Their intuition has told them to come and work with me. Their intuition knows something has changed. Their intuition knows that they are not feeling fully fulfilled or happy. Otherwise they wouldn't be com coming to me. But when they think about their end goal sometimes it feels too big and they let fear get in the way so that intuition might be saying yes that's how I want to feel or that's how I want to live that's what I want to experience that's what I want to change but fear is saying no I don't want that I love the security of my job and I've been in this relationship for seven years and and I know I'm happy here or um I, you know, whatever aspect of, of the life or the well-being that's being impacted. So for some people, it's easier to stay in a place of unhappiness because it's what they know. It's what they're used to. Even though it's making them unhappy. 
that they find it easier to stay there than to step out the box and make a change. So their intuition or their fear stops them from from moving forwards with what their intuition is trying to tell them. So it's really important to have awareness around this. And it's something that I work really deeply on with my clients is to recognize where blocks are coming up. What is um, intuition? helping them reconnect to their intuition what is that intuition telling them and what is their fear telling them and having a conversation between the two and finding a, a middle ground because again we don't want to, I don't want to make people feel too uncomfortable but we there has to be some level of discomfort to have growth and expansion and change so we do have to step outside of the box sometimes we do have to move out of comfort sometimes into a stretch zone. I never take anybody into a panic zone where there's too much change, but into a stretch zone where we've gone from comfort zone to stretch zone and stretch zone is where we get that learning, where we get that um, expansion and where we get that empowerment. So it's really, really important just to observe what's coming up for you. Is it intuition telling you to behave a certain way, act a certain way, feel a certain way, think a certain way? (laughs) Got a lisp then. Um, Or getting all rolled up in my own tongue. Or is it fear? Is it fear or intuition? So it's really important to just take note of that. And if you need support with that, you know where I am. So I hope you have found today's podcast either insightful or helpful, interesting. Um, And I really encourage you to take some time to slow down and connect to your intuition and use some of these resources that I've shared. I'm sending you so much love, light and healing and I wish you all the best on your journey. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then click the subscribe button so that you can be hooked in for more. If you're interested in my Feel, Heal, Rise and Thrive program, you're curious to find out more and how you can reclaim your power, your identity and manifest a life you deserve and desire, then please book him for a discovery call. I would love to hear from you and find out your story. If you click on the link to my website, you will get a free five-step guide to self-worth. Sending you so much love, light, and healing, Steffi B.